the Mind Body Connection podcast. The body and mind. With your host, Dr. Phil Parker. Today, as every Wednesday at this time, we do a meditation, and today's meditation is all about being deeply calm. But we're going to add an extra thing today, which is looking at how can we also improve our communication. And by that, I mean communicating not only with others, but also communicating with ourselves. Because of course, we're always having conversations with ourselves and some of those conversations are good and many of them are not quite as good as they could be. So we're gonna be looking at that and to start that process, I'd just like you to just notice where you are, both physically temperature around you, look around, notice what you see, what you feel, what you hear, but also where you are in terms of the week, is it the middle of the week, what's your week been like, what's going on in the future, and particularly as I say, focus on your sense of communication with yourself and others. How's that going for you? Have you had uh, great communications with yourself? Have you had tricky communications with yourself? Have you been communicating with other people? Have you been communicating effectively with other people? And notice whatever shows up at this point. At this point, it's just tuning in to where we are. And then let's take it further by breathing. Always a useful thing, seeing as we are aerobic animals. But just breathe, notice your breath, notice how fast or slow you're breathing. Notice where in your body you're breathing and where it just needs to be more easy and comfortable. You're breathing your chest, your tummy. What does your body feel like against the surface, whether you're sitting, lying or standing? And actually take a few breaths. You can just notice how long it takes to breathe in and out. It's interesting right here and now I can see that we have people from literally all around the world, people from New Zealand, and yet we're all breathing, we're breathing air. So wherever you are, just notice your breath. And then what I'd like you to do is take a deep breath in and out and allow yourself to gently and comfortably float back in time back to a time when you really felt deeply, deeply relaxed. And I don't know where you'll go back to. As you go back comfortably and easily to this time of deep, deep relaxation. A time that maybe you think about often or one that crosses your mind less frequently. But as you do go back to this time of relaxation, relaxing now, 
as you hear my voice, noticing maybe the words themselves or maybe the spaces in between each word. Whatever draws your attention as it guides you back. Guides you back to this time of deep, deep, easy, peaceful relaxation. And as you reconnect and reimmerse yourself with these feelings, be aware of what it is that you can see in this relaxing place. colors and shapes and shades and as you breathe with each breath becoming more and more relaxed and calm noticing the sounds outside and the sounds inside you in this very calming place and how that allows you to relax deeply even further And as you do, relaxing further and deeper with each breath, I'd like you to spend a few moments now also thinking about a time when you were able to talk to yourself and communicate with yourself in a really kind, compassionate, caring and thoughtful way. Just let your mind wander. It might be a time recently or some time ago where you are able to take a few moments to acknowledge, to accept, and to bring softness and warmth to yourself. And it could be for something that you had just achieved, something you felt proud about, or it could just be because you remembered how important it was to feel kind towards yourself. As you connect with that, I'd like you to really recognize how it feels to talk to yourself in this way. Sound of that inner voice, quality, tonality and speed. How your body feels. As you do. What floats through your mind as you connect with this feeling of bringing kindness to yourself? You may also recognize 
One of the things that's essential for great communication, whether it's between you and another person or you and yourself, is the ability to step away from a need that we often have to be right and to make others wrong. It's also a need that other people have too. So sometimes you may find yourself in a situation where others are trying to be right and as a consequence, suggesting that you are wrong. And this is a theme that weaves through so many lives. And it's time now for you to step away from this if you wish to, and to decide that maybe that judgment, that comparison, that focus is just a conversation that you choose to no longer join in with. I'd just like you to imagine what it would be like to really be in that space where you didn't need to justify or prove yourself. You didn't need to compare yourself to others. You didn't need to be right. You didn't need to make somebody else realize they were in error. What it feels like to be able to have that open, kind, accepting relationship to somebody else. And also what it feels like to bring that to you, to yourself. As you get a sense of what that would be like, maybe take a few moments to think, who do I know? who's quite good at this, who has this quality, who's able to bring a sense of ease and even-handedness to all conversations, whether with other people or themselves. Who for you is someone who does that quite well. Imagine if they were your guide, your coach, your mentor, and they were here now. What do they say to you? To remind you, to support you, as you choose to travel this path of communicating from a place of kindness and communicating from a place 
of being okay with whatever it is the other person is saying or going through. How does this feel? What do you hear inside? What does your body feel like? If you were to listen to your voice as you spoke, how does it sound? Playfully connecting with this. Matthew Ricard, who is a very famous Buddhist monk, who used to be a Western scientist, is one of the most measured and evaluated people in the world because he has spent a lot of time as people looking at his brainwaves as he meditates. And in one study, they were interested to know what happens to someone who practices kindness and compassion and acceptance. When they deal with someone who's quite conflictual, beautiful ambient sounds, traffic on the road there. So they wired Matthew up to analyze what was going on in his brain. And they invited somebody who had no time for spiritual perspectives or compassion, considered widely to be one of the most contrarian, conflictual people, the kind of person that could have an argument with himself in a room all alone. They invited him to come and talk to Matthew to see what happened to Matthew's brain. Matthew tells a story about, of course, he was so contrary and conflictual, he refused to come. So they had to invite the second most conflictual person in the world. He did come. And he started from the point of view of saying everything that Matthew thought was nonsense. And Matthew just was interested, curious. He didn't defend his position. He was like, oh, that's interesting. What makes you think that? I'd like to know what's going on for you, how, how that feels, how you see this. All the time they were measuring his brain activity. At the end of the hour conversation, they didn't necessarily agree, but they had a really interesting conversation where they've been able to really connect with each other as humans and see each other's points of view and to realize that Maybe the other person's version of the world wasn't as crazy as they had thought to start with. All the way through as they looked at his brain pathways and the way it was working, they saw that Matthew's state remained pretty constant because he wasn't attached to convincing this person or defending his position. He was just interested in hearing what this person had to say. So as you think about that and ask yourself, how is that useful for me with the things that are important for me around communication with myself or those others? 
Allow your unconscious mind, which is always listening, to just start to process this in an interesting way that may surprise you as you start to develop new skills and qualities that really fit with who you are and who you want to be and allow you to be even more the you that you know yourself to be and how that allows you to make a bigger difference delivering the important messages communications and missions that you have because so much of what we do is about how we describe, communicate and discuss things, is it not? What does it feel like to actually communicate authentically in all sorts of spaces and places? And how does that in turn remind you of who you are and what you stand for and how you show up? And how that allows you to work out how to prioritize your time and energies and emotions on things that are truly important for you. Letting go of things that no longer serve your true purpose and intention. And how that allows you to really deliver on your talents and abilities to navigate and flourish in all sorts of situations and environments and relationships. And so, as we reach the end of today's meditation, thank yourself for showing up today, taking the time. Wherever you are in the world, reconnect, bringing these feelings back with you, back to this room, but with a renewed sense, opportunity and openness and possibility as a result of deciding to be slightly different in the world because that's the thing that makes the difference. I will see you guys uh, either next week or if you are on, or on Clubhouse, I will see you tomorrow at 2.30 or at 6 for the usual fun and uh, research. So see you then, take care of yourselves. Uh, really good to see you as ever and take care. Mind Body Connection Podcast. The Body and Mind. With your host, Dr. Phil Parker.